Praise the Lord, everybody. Pastor Fields here. I give honor to the Lord Jesus Christ. He has been so good to me. I know he's been good to you as well. I am excited tonight about being with you once again to share the word of God, hopefully to encourage someone's heart, to give you hope. There is hope in his word. Yeah, there's deliverance in his word. Whatever we need can be found in the word of God. His word is true. His word is pure. His word is food for our souls. I love the Lord so much. How about you? Want to give the saints of God time to come in to come into the room so we can go into the word of the Lord and share what the Lord has dropped in our hearts to share with you. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, we love you so much. And we're so grateful for your goodness, your grace, for your mercy. Because of you, we are blessed. I pray that you would speak to our hearts tonight. Someone needs a word. Someone's going through, Lord. Someone needs you to speak to their heart, to their mind. Please, Lord, touch us one by one. Those who are, oh God, connecting with us on tonight, I pray that you'd give them a special blessing. In Jesus' name. <clears throat> Excuse me. Amen. Well, um, so much has been going on and in seeking and meditating on what we should talk about on tonight. Um, I really do want to encourage someone. Uh, all of us are going through, uh, no matter who you are, where you are, something is going on, something we've been praying about, something... Uh, perhaps we've been struggling with and um, there's a scripture in the book of Deuteronomy that I want to share with you tonight um, as we teach I want to minister to your heart on tonight I'm in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 33 it's a familiar portion of scripture you know Deuteronomy is is called the book of the second law uh, and it doesn't mean that there were two different laws. It simply means that whatever is stated in Exodus as it uh, relates to the law, God giving them the word, it's reiterated in Deuteronomy. Uh, it's repeated uh, so that the people of God would not forget. We have to live according to God's word. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Uh, but Moses now is old. Uh, and um, I believe he senses that his time is, is winding down, even though he was still strong. The Bible talks about uh, the fire had not left his eyes, but uh, he is instructed to bless the children, bless the children uh, before every leader uh, leaves, uh, he takes time to bless his children. Uh, and this is what Moses is doing here uh, in chapter 33, verses uh, 24 and 25. It says these words. Uh, and, and in the backdrop, understand he's taking time to bless each tribe, the 12 tribes of Israel. And when he gets to Asher, uh, he says these words, verses 24 and 25, Deuteronomy 33. And of Asher, he said, let Asher be blessed with children. Let him be acceptable to his brethren and let him dip his foot in oil. Thy shoe shall be iron and brass and as thy days, so shall thy strength be. And it's that 25th verse that I, I want to use to teach from tonight. Um, thy shoe shall be iron and brass, and as thy day, so shall thy strength be. And I, I just want to share this with you. Um, I'm going to title this lesson, Strength Day by Day. Strength day by day. Strength day by day. Now, you know, anyone needing encouragement can, can certainly find it in other scriptures. There, there are so many other scriptures in the word of God uh, that will encourage your heart. That's what God's word does. It's encouraging. Uh, 
but this whole book of Deuteronomy, this whole chapter, I should say, in this book of Deuteronomy, it contains the blessing that Moses gives, uh, as far stated, to the children of Israel right before his death. Uh, I'll take you to verse 1. Uh, Deuteronomy 33 and 1 says these, these words, And this is the blessing wherewith Moses, the man of God, blessed the children of Israel before his death. Uh, and we understand by faith all of these blessings belong to us. Uh, the blessings are ours today through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. I'll, and I'll give you scripture for that. Second um, Corinthians, first chapter. 20th verse, for all the promises of God in him are yea, and in him, amen. All the promises, all the promises of God in him are yea, and in him, amen, unto the glory of God by us. So um, here's a little history of the text. You know, Moses, as first stated, he's getting ready to, to die. Before he died, he blesses and um, he goes from tribe to tribe, blessed, leaving his blessing with them. And he gets to Asher. And um, so let's talk about who Asher was. He, he is the eighth son of Jacob. You remember, and many of you remember, we've got some Bible scholars that connect with us every week. And you know who Asher was. Uh, so let's sort of revamp. Let's, let's rehash and remember who he was. The eighth son of Jacob. And his name actually means blessed or happy. Uh, and remember who his mama was. Asher's mother was Leah's servant. Leah's servant, and her name was Zilpha. And we understand later on Zilpha and Leah would have a war uh, in the house uh, about babies, you know. Uh, but she was, uh, Asher's mother was Leah's servant. Zilpha, according to the law, remember. Now, according to the law at this time, uh, regarding children who were born uh, of servants, Asia would have been seen as Leah's son, uh, not not Zilpa. You know, the servant had the baby, uh, but she was surrogate. So that's my baby. That's not your baby. So um, let's let's get into how many babies we're talking about uh, that were around Jacob, uh, Asia. Asia had a total of uh, 11 brothers, right, uh, including a full brother by Zilpha. And uh, according to the genealogy, there were two half-brothers from Jacob's other wife, Rachel, mm -hmm. whom he loved. Two half-brothers from Rachel's servant, Bilhah. Uh, and then there were six half-brothers, my Lord, from Leah. He also had a sister named Dinah, and each of Jacob's son, including Asher, would become the head of one of the tribes, one of the 12 tribes of Israel, just like God promised uh, to Asher's great-grandfather, and we know his name is Abraham. Uh, he said, I'm going to make your descendants into a great nation. Right, he says this uh, in the book of Genesis. But just before, just before Jacob dies, and remember this, he would bless each of his sons. So the blessing of Asher, when you read the word of God in the book of Genesis, the blessing uh, of Asher was like this. It's, he says, "Your food will be rich, and I will provide delicacies fit for a king." You're going to live good. You're going to eat good. Let's go. Genesis 49 and 20. Out of Asher, his bread shall be fat, and he shall yield royal dainties. So in essence, Jacob was blessing Asher and his descendants with the promise that they would eat good food, like I said, and they would have riches. Uh, later on, Moses would also bless Asher's descendants now. Because now Moses is blessing the household of Asher, this tribe. Uh, most blessed of sons is Asher. 
Let him be favored by his brothers. Let him bathe his feet in oil. Hallelujah. The bolts of your gates will be iron and bronze and your strength will equal your days, right? Deuteronomy 33, we just read that. This is the anchor scripture. And of Asher, he said, let Asher be blessed with children. Let him be acceptable to his brethren. Let him dip his foot in oil. Thy shoe shall be iron and brass. And as thy days, so shall thy strength be. Let me flip back quickly before I dive into the lesson. Genesis 46 and 17, it notes that Asher had four sons, Emna, Ishva, uh, Ishvai, and Bariah. Uh, and he had one daughter, Sarah. So his tribe would eventually, and when you see how blessed Asher was and would even become, his tribe would eventually grow into six different clans. And after the exodus from Egypt, uh, it was quite large. As a matter of fact, in the book of Numbers, chapter 1, verse 41, the Bible tells us uh, that one point during the Israelites' journey to Canaan, that Asher's tribe had exactly 41,500 fighting men. That's just fighting men. Hallelujah. It didn't say anything about the older men or, or the little boys. Uh, but the 41,500 men didn't say anything about uh, the women. Uh, so Asher's tribe inherited land in Canaan uh, along the coast from the city of Sidon to, to the north uh, all the way up to Mount Carmel to the south. I wish I had uh, a map to show you how vast uh, the territory that the Lord blessed Asher with, just this one tribe. True to the blessings that Asher had received, the tribe possessed territory uh, containing some of the richest soil in all of Canaan. And because of this, Asher, just like he was promised, was able to produce grain, oil, wine, uh, and minerals. So he was well-to-do, all because of God. He was blessed because of God. He was blessed. So Asher's descendants, when you follow Asher's descendants all through the scriptures, it endured as God had promised. Uh, he promised Abraham, uh, and his tribe is mentioned often throughout the Bible. And one of one of Asher's descendants is Anna, the prophetess. Remember her? She was blessed to meet uh, the baby Jesus days after he's born. That's Luke 2 and 36. Uh, I'll read it for you. And there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel, uh, of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age and had lived with an husband seven years from her virginity. So... And one day during the tribulation, let's go all the way up now to the book of Revelation. That's how far we can trace the lineage of Asher. Uh, during the tribulation, uh, one day that will occur after Jesus returns uh, for his believers, a remnant from the nation of Israel will come to a, a loving knowledge of Jesus Christ, right? Uh, and we've talked a little bit about this uh, when we were dealing with uh, the book of Revelation, uh, 12,000 from each tribe will be chosen and sealed during the tribulation period. That means Asher also. I'll take you specifically to where it talks of him. Revelation chapter 7, verse 6. And of the tribe of Asher were sealed 12,000 of the tribe of uh, Naphtali was sealed 12,000. So uh, here in the scriptures, it talks of each tribe, 12,000 out of each tribe being taken out. And Asher uh, was one of those tribes. So all the way into Revelation, we're tracing Asher. So here, to go back into our lesson, um, we are learning some things from this, from this one from this one verse, and I'll read it again. This is our anchor scripture, uh, Deuteronomy 33, 24 and 25. And as of 
Asher, he said, let Asher be blessed with children. Let him be acceptable to his brethren and let him dip his foot in oil. Here's where we're taking our thought from. Lest thy shoe shall be iron and brass and as thy day, so shall thy strength be. And again, uh, the lesson title is Strength Day by Day by Day. So we're learning something here, definitely, as we as we dive into these verses here, um, the first thing we're, I want to bring to your attention is that we're learning as believers, as children of God, uh, that we're travelers. Mm -hmm. We're taking the journey. We're, we're just pilgrims. This, and I've said it in other lessons that this world is not our home. We're, we're on a journey. And this journey begins, of course, on earth. Uh, and if I live right, it will end in heaven. Uh, though, of course, it never really ends. It, it begins at conversion. Yes, when I gave my life to the Lord, he saved me. Yes. Uh, and so, as far as this earthly life is concerned, it, it concludes. As far as this earthly life is concerned, it will conclude with, with passing away or at the second coming of Jesus Christ right? So it doesn't matter whether I pass, if I pass and have to be buried, or if I'm alive when Jesus comes. The Bible says the dead in Christ shall rise first, and those of us who remain shall be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. Hallelujah. And thus we shall ever be with the Lord. Uh, but I want to take you to Psalms 23. Within the context of this psalm, uh, the journey begins in verse 1 and ends in verse 6, right? Uh, we're all familiar with it. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. Uh, he leadeth me uh, beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, uh -huh. I will fear no evil. Thou art with me. Thy rod, thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And when you read this, uh, and it says, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You, you get the sense of a journey when you read it from verse 1 through verse 6. Uh, and I love how finally David says, goodness and mercy shall follow me every day, every day, all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Uh, but in the New Testament, uh, this idea of my life and your life being a journey is clearly taught clearly uh, for believers it's described or we are described I should say as being pilgrims passing through who are passing through this this earthly scene this earthly uh, place we're just passing through Hebrews let's go to Hebrews um, the 11th chapter in the 13th verse it says these all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they are strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Listen to what Peter says to us. First uh, Peter 2.11, he says it like this. Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims as strangers and pilgrims you're just passing through this is what i want you to do abstain from fleshly lust which war against the soul peter's telling them stay away from that stuff live right because we're just passing through we're trying to make it to heaven hallelujah so stay away abstain from lust because it wars against your soul so we're just traveling through I'm just traveling through. Yeah, put that in the comment section. I'm just traveling through. I'm a pilgrim. This world is not my home. I'm just traveling through. I'm on my way to heaven. Hallelujah, on my way to heaven. 
on my way, my Lord. I felt that. Hallelujah. Somebody else put that hashtag. I'm on my way to heaven. It's a journey. It's a journey. Also, uh, we learn from this, not just the verse in particularly, but uh, from the history of the text and knowing what Israel went through and knowing what the word of God says. They who would live godly will suffer persecution. Um, we will go through things, trial and tribulation. Uh, the New Testament church was told, right, when they, when they got saved, the apostles would go through their areas, uh, as we find from the book of Revelation. Uh, Revelation 14.22 uh, tells us specifically what the apostles would tell these new converts. The Bible says these words, I'll read it for you, confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith and that we must, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. So uh, the apostles of old told them, you're going to have trials and tribulations. It, it happens. Now, Today, all many times we're hearing prosperity, 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 prosperity. But uh, the truth is, uh, you're going to go through some things. Yes. Now, this I don't want you to feel like salvation is gloom and doom, and uh, you know. But we do have trials and tribulations. You know how many people have walked away from God uh, because of a trial, because of a a tribulation, the Bible says, endure hardness as a good soldier. So we learn, uh, if you haven't learned already, talk to some of these seasoned saints, some folks who have been saved for a while. And they can tell you that this journey is over rough country. Hallelujah. It can be rough sometimes. It can be difficult. Uh, listen, because the people that God promised he, he uh, made this promise, had rocky. They had flinty mountain rolls to negotiate. That is the, the beauty of the text when it talks about, I'll let him dip his feet in oil. I'll soothe the wounds, hallelujah, that he has accumulated through his journey. And I hear God speaking to somebody, let me dip your feet in oil and soothe the wounds that you have accumulated during your journey. Yeah, we've been wounded. Some of us are limping from the storms of life. My God, but he says, I'll take your feet and dip them in oil. Hallelujah. So uh, if you think about the pilgrimage that they had to make, the journey that the children of Israel had to take, naturally, it, it represents a lot of what we go through spiritually. Um, they had to travel over rocky, flinty mountain roads. They had to negotiate through thistles and uh, they had to walk through things. Uh, you know, they didn't have fancy Stacy Adams and, and red bottom shoes. You know, they didn't they didn't have boots and like we had. But uh, understand, listen, leather shoes would have been useless. <laughs> because they would have been worn out as soon as their feet would have suffered, right? But those shoes would have worn out and their, their feet would have suffered terribly. Uh, and remember, uh, if you remember their history as they walked in the wilderness, uh, their, it seemed like their, their shoes didn't wear out. I mean, who walks in the wilderness and their shoes don't wear out? God, listen, when God is with you, he won't allow the journey to wear you out. You got to trust him. You got to trust him. Lord, I feel like preaching. Look, look at what he says in verse 25, chapter 33, verse 25 of Deuteronomy. Thy shoes shall be iron and brass and as thy days. So I'm, I'm going to make it so uh, that the terrain, that the journey will not damage or destroy your feet. I'm going to, your shoes are going to be like iron and brass. And as thy days, so shall thy strength be. So the Lord said, I'm going to, I'm going to make your shoes be like iron and brass. Hallelujah. I'm going to provide for you. I'm going to protect you during your 
journey. So we as people of God, as believers, as children, listen, talk to anyone that that wants to be honest with you concerning this journey, they will tell you it's not always easy. Yes, in their days, it's been so rough. Sometimes you feel like just sitting by the wayside. Lord, I'm tired. But I hear the Lord speaking to us on tonight. I'm going to give you strength. Hallelujah. Yes, I am. I'm going to, as a matter of fact, I will be your strength. It's a rough road. Uh, and listen, no preacher needs to remind you. Uh, no preacher, no prophet needs to remind you of this fact. The Lord has wonderfully blessed us. Uh, he's given us so many things, right? Uh, he has blessed us so much more by saving us. The greatest blessing he, had, he can ever give you is the, the, the gift of salvation. Hebrews 7.25, wherefore he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. He's also given us, he's given us eternal life. Let's, let's count some of our blessings. We're taking this journey, and one of the things we should be doing, uh, even during the rough times, remember the good times. Remember the good things God has bestowed upon you. So uh, while I'm taking this journey, I'm, re I'm thanking him for saving me. He saves to the utmost. The other thing is I'm thanking him for eternal life. First uh, John 5, 11 and 12. And this is the record that God hath given to us eternal life. And this life is in his son. He that hath the son has life. Yes, give me Jesus. He that have not the son of God have not life. Also, um, he has made us all citizens of heaven. Yes, I, I live in, in Maryland. I'm here in the D.C. area, and you live where you live. And I know what it says on your license. I know what your mail says when it comes. Uh, but that's not your real address. You are a citizen, hallelujah, of heaven. Put it, put it in the comment section. I am a citizen of heaven. Uh, that's what... Paul says in Philippians chapter 3, verse number 20, he says, For our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, but uh, understand, in all of the blessings that we count, we can, we can still say that the blessing is not, not in the uh, journey, I'm sorry, is, it can be a rough journey can be a difficult journey uh, we're, because we're constantly experiencing trials, tests. Yeah. Uh, and understand, listen, the Lord did not promise us uh, that it would be different from this. You, you don't get a pass just because you speak in tongues. You're going to have trials uh, and tribulations. Uh, look at, um, we quote it all the time. Uh, Psalm 34, 19, many are the afflictions of the righteous. What? Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord will deliver them out of them all. John 16 and 33, give you a New Testament scripture. This is Jesus talking. He says, these things I have spoken unto you that in me, ye might have peace. In me, you have peace. But in the world, you have tribulation. Be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Let's go to Philippians 1 and 29. It says, for unto you it is given in the behalf of Christ, not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake. You're going to go through something simply because you belong to him. And the enemy doesn't like you. 1 Peter 4 and 12. 1 Peter 4 and 12 says, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as though some strange thing happeneth to you. So it's, it's part of the journey. Uh, the trial is part of the journey. Don't despise it. Don't allow it to pull you away from loving Christ. It's part of the journey. 
Hallelujah. There's something else that we learn uh, in these, these passages of Scripture. We learned uh, that if I'm going to take this journey, that I have to take it a day at a time, a step at a time, a day at a time. Yeah, take your time and live for God. Day, uh, day by day, life with Christ. Day by day. We have to learn this. Hallelujah. You don't get it overnight. You can't rush this thing. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Right? Um, and this is why the Lord is telling his people through Moses. He's blessing Asher, yes. Uh, but I want you to listen to this. The Lord is promising shoes of iron and brass for the rough roads. <laughs> I'm going to help you through this journey. Uh, shoes, of course, speak of walking. His promise at the end of verse 25 is an encouragement. Your strength will equal your days. My God, listen. <laughs> I'm encouraging myself. Your strength will equal your days. It's, it's a mercy. It's a mercy that we only live a day at a time. Uh, because if we knew what was in store for us uh, two weeks ahead, two years ahead, right? Or even the remaining days of this year, if, you know, and I know you want to know a lot of people into the future, future, future. Uh, but the burden of that would be intolerable because everything that may happen to you in your future may not be something good. It would be intolerable. All right. It would increase fear. Uh, it would grip you, probably apprehension. You would be so focused on tomorrow until you'd be no good today. You'd be frozen. You'd be so worried about tomorrow until you'd forget all about today. So on on this rough journey of life, we who really trust God, the just live by faith, we have to learn uh, to take it one step at a time one step at a time and to live one day at a time remember that song uh, one day at a time lord jesus mm -hmm. my lord that's all i'm asking from you we we must we mustn't try um, to look so far into the future until we forget that the lord tells us uh, that we shouldn't worry about tomorrow and I know you need you need scripture for that. I'm I got it. I'm gonna give it to you. Matthew the sixth chapter, verse thirty-four. Take therefore, this is Jesus talking, no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. So he says, don't, don't worry so much about tomorrow. Lord, what am I going to do? Just take it a day. Take the journey one day at a time. In other words, don't be so anxious. Don't be so anxious uh, because tomorrow will have worries and anxieties of its own. Yeah. So the journey we take is a slow one. And I know we always say, where has the time gone? Oh, Lord, time flies when you're having fun. Hallelujah. And when we're busy, you turn around and years have gone by. But uh, listen, the promise is for all. Uh, the promise is for all needed strength. That's what the promise is. I'm going to give you strength to make it day by day. Every day, if I've allowed you to live, I'm going to give you strength to make it through that day. Hallelujah. What an encouragement. What a promise. What a promise. No matter what happens uh, in that day, I'm going to let you have shoes of iron and brass. I won't let the journey destroy you and wear you out. I'm going to give you strength. So the promise is for all that is needed, whatever you need, hallelujah, the needed strength that you need to make the day's journey. How far did you travel today? Yes. How much did you need him today? Hallelujah. And here it is. The Lord has kept you, right? Troubles, thoughts, 
burdens. The Lord has given you strength to make it this far. That's his promise. I'll give you strength to make this journey day by day. Give no thought for tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to take care of itself. Let me take care of you. Let me strengthen you. Hallelujah. So uh, what I'm also learning, and I want you to go with me in this in these uh, two verses, and I'll read them again. We're in Deuteronomy chapter 33, verses 24 and 25, and here's the blessing that he left with Asher. And we believe that um, because of God's promises, it also uh, accounts with us. We can claim this too. He says, let Asher be blessed with children. Let him be acceptable to his brethren. Let him dip his foot in oil. And this is where we're anchoring our thought at. Thy shoes shall be iron and brass, and as thy days, so shall thy strength be. Um, and we're trying to make it to heaven, trying to make it into glory. Yes, trying to make this journey. Hallelujah. I hear that song in my spirit right now. Lord, I'm running, trying to make 199 and a half won't do. Hallelujah. And the Lord is telling us tonight, I'm going to give you strength to make this journey day by day. Hallelujah. I'm going, I'm going to let you make it. Yes. Just follow my commands. Trust me. So we also learned that on this journey to heaven, God's strength, God's strength is supplied to match each and every demand. I'm going to say that again. I'm learning that on this journey, we're trying to make it to heaven, that God's strength is supplied to match each and every demand. So no matter what happens, he gives me strength. Uh, if the burdens are heavier than the supply of grace, uh, it will be greater. So the heavier the burden, the more grace God applies. He gives you grace. John said he giveth grace Upon grace, I'm going to give you scripture, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse number 9. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient. Remember, uh, Paul goes three times. I've got a thorn in my flesh and I've come to you three times, right? Please take this thorn from me. And the Lord says, my grace is sufficient for for my strength is made perfect in weakness. So finally, uh, Paul says, Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So he stopped complaining about it uh, and realized, and, and Jesus told him, My strength is made perfect. Uh, and he said, my grace is sufficient for thee. My grace is sufficient for thee. Uh, so the heavier the burden, then the supply of grace will be even that much greater. Um, so with reference to the King James Version that we're reading out of in verse 25, it says, as thy day, so shall thy strength be. Um, the 19th century, there's a 19th century preacher by the name of Alexander uh, McLaren. Uh, and he wrote, this is what he writes concerning that one snippet of verse. He says, the two sums of thy days and thy strength, uh, they grow side by side as your days are. So shall your strength be. So whatever is in that day, whatever situation, whatever problem, hallelujah, your strength will grow and outmatch whatever you're going through. My God. So thy strength, mm -hmm, your days, thy strength, your days, they grow side by side. Uh, the one is as fast as the other. One can't outdo the other. God will never, he will never let your pain outdo his grace. <laughs> he will never allow the problem to outdo his grace and his strength. No, uh, if your days increase, so will your strength. That's what he's saying. If, as your days increase, so will your strength. Uh, but notice, and I have in my notes, this guarantee of sufficient strength to support us is applicable in three areas. And I'm gonna give it to you just out of that one verse, three areas. 
and, and listen, because he's talking to Asher. It's a powerful blessing. Verse 24, Deuteronomy 33. And of Asher, he said, let Asher be blessed with children. Let him be acceptable to his brethren. That's the second blessing. And let him dip his foot in oil. I'm going to read it again. Verse 24. Then we're going to dissect it. And of Asher, Deuteronomy 33, 24. And of Asher, he said, let Asher be blessed with children. Let him be acceptable to his brethren. And let him dip his foot in oil. So there's three areas in this one verse that we can pull from this scripture. So uh, we have this guarantee of sufficient strength of support. And we can apply it to these three areas. One in our home. Write it down. He's going to strengthen me in my home. And of Asher, he said, let Asher be blessed with children. Hallelujah. What so? Uh, listen, what demands are made upon those whose main task is to be in the home? Some of you are in, in the house now, uh, and there's there are issues in your home. Mm -hmm. uh, issues with relationships in your home. Uh, perhaps the mother or maybe the father, right, is, is, is there all day, or the father's there all day, and you have issues in the home you're going through in the home, uh, your strength will equal your days. In other words, no matter what's going on in that house, God will give you strength. Yes, he will. He will give you strength. He's going to bless you with children. He's going to let you be fruitful right where you are, right in that house. Your strength will equal your days. Then he says, let him be acceptable to his brethren. So let's apply this. We said, uh, you'll be blessed in the home, right? He'll give you strength in your home for whatever's going on in your home and in your church life. Yeah, even in church, I need strength. <laughs> Let Asher be favored by his brothers. So how can I, um, as a believer, help my brothers and sisters and I fellowship with them every week. I, I, we go to the same church. We're members of the same church. You know, um, I have fellowship with them. How how can I gain strength for this? And I, I might need to to sit here for a little while. Um, where can I gain strength? To be dedicated because some of us are having difficulty with our commitment, with our dedication and ministry, and some of it has to do with relationships in the church that perhaps may have gone sour. Uh, perhaps are where they could be, but, um, and I'm, I'm trying to phrase it right, uh, but uh, it could be better. Uh, and you may perhaps you don't feel satisfied where you are. Um, and it really has nothing to do with God, but it has everything to do with uh, the people that you're worshiping with. Because he says, let him be acceptable to his brethren. Uh, so how, where can I get strength? Where can I get strength? Where can I get strength to be dedicated? Uh, where can I get strength? Where I would be now leaning more and more on the Spirit of God. Uh, where can I get strength to humble myself? Because some of our issues uh, really can be so much better if we were all willing to humble ourselves. Where can I be, find the strength to be kind? And I'm talking to the saints, yes, because sometimes you go through with folks so much until there's not too much kindness in you. I'm tired of it. Uh, but where can I find strength uh, to be kind? The Bible says here, your strength will equal your days. So where does your strength come from? It comes from the Lord. Where does your help come from? My help comes from the Lord. He said that I will give you iron and brass 
put it on your shoes. Yes, iron and brass shoes to help you make your way through the rough terrain. And even in church, even in church, even in our church life, the terrain can be rough. Yes, but I'll put shoes on your feet, shoes of iron and brass. And I'll bless you even in your church life. And I'll give you favor. He gave Asia favor. Uh, and he said, let him be acceptable uh, to his brother and let him dip his foot in oil. That's the last blessing. So the first one, and we're applying this. The first one is um, I can apply this guarantee of this blessing in my home life. It's going to bless me with children and anything that's going on in my home that I need strength for. He's going to give me the strength in my church life. Anything that's going on in among the people of God, he's going to give us strength. Your days will equal your, your strength rather will equal your days. Finally, in my daily walk, I will dip his foot. Hallelujah. I will dip his foot in oil. My Lord. Yes, the words he says in, in verse 24, let Asher bathe his feet in oil. I'm going to dip his feet in oil. It refers to the process of extracting oil, the process of extracting oil from olives. And the way that they did it, they didn't have all these fancy machines back then. They would press the oil, press the olive out with their feet. Hallelujah. So he's referring to the process of extracting oil from the olives by the foot press, by treading out the oil. Wow. And this was hard work. This journey is hard work. Yes. And listen, uh, people that are that have issue with how God is using you and and uh, they don't understand the anointing that's in your life. Uh, and and it, I wish the same people that are criticizing you would sit down and and talk to you a little bit so they can realize how difficult your journey has been. It's been hard work. Hallelujah. But he says, I'm going to dip your feet in oil. You've been, you've been pressing the olive. Hallelujah. Every knock, every trial, every tribulation, you've been pressing the oil. And I'm going to dip your foot in that anointing. Hallelujah. You've been treading out the oil. And this is, it's hard work. Uh, so where do we find the strength to continue walking this walk? There's trouble, there's problems, there's difficulties. Where do you find the strength? <laughs> My God, where do those who are engaged in continuing this journey, still trying to make it into glory, the Lord says your strength will equal your days. No matter what you go through, there'll be strength for it. <laughs> yes. My Lord, I feel this. No matter what's going on, there'll be strength for it. How wonderful. How great this promise is. Hallelujah. How wonderful this promise is. Uh, his grace, his strength is sufficient uh, for every demand that comes in my life, for every situation. He says there's strength for that. Your strength will equal your days. No matter what happens in that day, your strength will equal. Hallelujah. I won't let that problem, it can never be greater than my grace. It can never be greater than my power. It can be never, never be greater than the anointing. As a matter of fact, while you're going through, hallelujah, you are accumulating oil. My gosh. Hallelujah. Yes, some people run up to the altar for, so the preacher can lay hands and put oil on them. But there is an oil that can only come through the journey. Hallelujah. After you've suffered a while, I'll strengthen and settle and establish. There is an anointing that can only come after the pressing. So it's a wonderful promise he makes. And his strength will be there for every demand that is made upon us. Whatever comes during that day, there is strength for that. And we've got to appropriate this strength as it is offered to us uh, through the Holy Ghost. 
This is why you need the Holy Ghost. You can't make it on your own. No, stop trying to do all this in your flesh. You need the Holy Spirit leading you and guiding you. Hallelujah. He lives within us. Every true born-again believer, you have Christ abiding on the inside. I'll, let's, let's, I'll take you to the Old Testament scripture, Zechariah 4 and 6. Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord. And the Zerubbabel saying, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Let's go to the New Testament, John 14, 16 and 17. And I pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter, that's the Holy Ghost, that he may abide with you forever. Let's go and see what Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Verses 5 and 6, not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God. Hallelujah. He is our strength. This is where our strength comes from. It is his strength and not our strength. It's most important here. I can't do this in my flesh. He doesn't, he doesn't really expect me to be Hercules, right? We're trying to do it with flexing our muscles, hallelujah, but it's by his spirit. Uh, we would naturally seek um, greater endurance or a release or greater ability. Uh, it's natural for us to do this, but he says, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. So we are to yield to him. Live according to his strength, according to his might. The strength God wants to impart to me and to you uh, is an increased ability to trust him. He wants, a, he wants me to find strength in him. Lord, I, I need you to take this from me. My grace is sufficient for thee. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the strength I'm going to give you the strength. I'm going to give you the strength. The Lord is my, my strength, David said, and my shield. My heart trusts in him and he helps me. God is my strength. Put, put that in the comment section. God is my strength day by day. <laughs> strength day by day. Every day of this journey, every step that I take, God is giving me the strength Yes, he imparts this strength to us, us that believe, us who receive, us who are obedient to his word. He changes. Listen, um, this, is, this is how he gives us strength. Uh, one way he does it is, is by helping me think the right way. He literally, he changes uh, our thinking. And by that, I mean, he gives me the ability to understand things that perhaps without him, I wouldn't be able to understand. Uh, his greatness, his power, his promises, his love. And it's a gradual thing because if I lived a million years, I still wouldn't know everything there is to know about God. But day by day, I'm learning more and more. Mm -hmm. And I'm being transformed by the renewing of my mind. My God, his nature and his character uh, is freshly revealed to me along this journey. Aren't you learning more and more about who he is? Yes. Uh, and trying to be more and more like him. Uh, so this, this revelation that we get from him of who he is, and it comes through a personal relationship, um, it's added to it adds to who I am. It adds strength in my life because I know him better now. Hallelujah. So it's adding to what I already knew about him day by day, day by day. Lord, show me something new about you. Hallelujah. This is why Paul prayed this prayer in the book of Ephesians chapter 3, verses 18 and 19. He says that you may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth, length, and depth, and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. 
Hallelujah. I want you to get into the more of God and start experiencing his promises day by day. So you're developing a, a deliberate confidence. Hallelujah. That's that's a good definition of faith. I know it says the Bible says the evidence of things not seen. Hallelujah. Uh, this is faith. This the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, but it's it's a deliberate confidence in the character of God. Hallelujah. He's he's able to do it. He can do it. He will do it. Yes. And it increases and increases my faith. Uh, and it helps me to see this God that I'm serving more and more and more. Hallelujah. As we take this journey, also it, it translates into a deeper trust. Hallelujah. Don't you trust him more now than you did when you first believed because you've been traveling on this journey? Don't give up now. No, don't 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 look at your pain and start giving up now. He's giving us strength day by day. Take it a day at a time. Step, Lord, give me the strength to take this step. Hashamo, you brought me this far. I know you can take me even further. Hallelujah. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding, but in all of your ways, acknowledge him. Yes, submit to him and he'll make your path straight. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Hallelujah. He will direct your path. Rely on him. Rely on him. I hear the Holy Ghost say rely on him. Hallelujah. Meet your problems today. Whatever's happening in your life today, and I'm going to stop here. I've got more. I've got like two or three more pages of, of notes, but I, I want to stop here. I don't want to hold you too much longer. But there's there's something that I read that Max uh, Lucado wrote, um, and, it, and it sounds like this. He said, meet today's problems with today's strength. Meet today's problems with today's strength. Don't, don't stop tackling tomorrow's problems until you get to tomorrow. You don't have tomorrow's strength yet. <laughs> you simply have enough for today. And this is the promise. Your strength will equal your days. I will give you strength day by day. Remember that song? Uh, we used to sing it when I was a little boy. And once in a while you hear it. Just another day that the Lord has kept me yeah i wish i had a voice in the organ play i'd sing that a little while just another day the lord has kept me he has kept me from all evil with my mind stayed on jesus just another day the lord has kept me he says i will give you strength hallelujah and i hear the words that he speaks to josh asher and moses gives this promise uh, I'll let you be blessed with your children. That's the home. I'll let you be acceptable to your brethren. That's the church. Hallelujah. And I will dip your foot in oil. Hallelujah. That's your daily walk. <laughs> I'm going to bless you. I'm going to strengthen you day by day, wherever you go. Yes. And our journey has taken us into different places, different jobs. Yes, different kinds of work. Yes, taking us into working in ministry, working with different people. No matter where you are, I, I will dip your foot in oil and your shoes will be like iron and brass and your days, hallelujah, listen, and as your days are, so shall your strength be. Strength. Put that in the comment section. Strength day by day. I hope you got something out of this lesson. I don't want to keep you too much longer. But it is my prayer that the Lord, hallelujah, will strengthen you. I, I sense in my spirit that someone's really been dealing with some troubling situations. And you're tired in your spirit. Tired in your mind. 
Yes. You may even feel like giving up. Don't you do that. No. Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season you shall reap if you faint not. And here is a promise that we have extracted out of the word of God. Hallelujah. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to be your strength. Yes, I'm going to bless your children. Bless you with children. I'm going to make you acceptable among the brethren. Yes, and I'm going to dip your feet in oil. I'm going, hallelujah. No, I'm going to give you strength for this journey. Your shoes will be like iron and brass, and so shall your days be like your strength. Uh-huh. I'm going to give you strength day by day. I'm going to help you make it through each day, no matter how difficult you think it is. And it is difficult, no matter how great the pain may be. Strength, day by day. Reach out towards the screen, and if you've got a cell phone, if you're watching me through your, your phone, squeeze that cell phone. And let's use that as a contact as we pray together. I don't know who you are, and perhaps if... If you want to, you can put your name in the comment section and let's establish an electronic prayer line. I'm going to take my time with this because perhaps you've been struggling in your home. There's a, there's a battle in your home. There's a situation even in your church. And along this journey, you, you, you're feeling tired, like letting go. No, it's not time to quit. Not when you serve a God that promises I'll give you strength day by day. And I'll, I will give you strength. I'll be your strength. I'll be your guide. Hallelujah. This is my promise to you. I know it's a long journey. I know it, it can be a tedious journey, but I'm going to give you strength. I'm going to be your strength. Who are you? I'm going to give you time to put your name there. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. Yes, we are. We're going to ask the Lord, oh God, to, to give us that grace that we need, that strength for today. If the Lord allows me to see tomorrow, when I get up, Lord, give me strength day by day. Hallelujah. I've got to make this journey somehow. And the only way I can make it is by your guidance, by your strength. Yes, because of you. Help me to keep my eyes on you. Come on, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We praise your mighty and adorable name. We thank you for your word. The seed that has been planted on tonight. Hallelujah. Someone needed this encouragement. Someone needed to hear this strength day by day. Oh, my Lord, your grace is sufficient. You're going to make a way for us to keep traveling this way, to make this journey. Oh, God, dip our feet in oil. Yay, hallelujah. That fresh anointing that comes from the pressing of the olive. Though the traveling be rough, though the situation may be rough at times, the anointing that we will receive from it is much greater than the pain. We thank you for this. We want to walk according to your ways, according to your word. And we thank you for every blessing that will manifest itself in our lives. No matter what happens, we are your children. Bless that woman, that man, whoever needed to hear this. I pray that you'd sit right there next to them. Let them feel your strength. Let them feel your anointing. Let them feel your power. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. The Lord love you, and I love you too. Now, if you want to plant a seed in this ministry, you want to give an offering, you may do so. Um, technician will put that on the screen for us. Father, in the name of Jesus, every seed that's being planted, every giver, I pray that you pour out a blessing upon them as they connect with this ministry, as they give to this ministry. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Those of you who are at the Annex in the Bronx, you may use Givelify. You have a prayer request, something that you want me to touch and agree with you in prayer. As we lay it on the altar during the week, uh, send it to me, admin at grtdc.org. I've got to go. I've held you long enough.
but I want you to know I'm looking forward already to coming together again with you. Hallelujah. To share what God has put in our heart to share. But until then, three things I need you to do. I need you to be careful, be prayerful, and be holy. Shalom. Shalom. Shalom.